Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up, and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, you know when they say it's all about the journey. Well, I'm calling shenanigans on that one. And I think at best, that is very one-sided and extreme. And at worst, I think it's pseudo-spiritual, hippie nonsense. Uh, And here's why. Um, Why would you bother doing anything for a long amount of time that's hard, that's a challenge, that's a grind? You know, everyone's saying if you want to be successful in anything, you have to work hard, hustle, grind. It takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Well, why would you do any of that if there was no pot at the end of the rainbow, if there was no actual physical manifested results and reward, money, success, whatever? You wouldn't. So it's not all about the journey. It's partly about the journey. Uh, Also, many uh, personal development mentors and experts who taught me 15 years ago really stressed the importance of setting goals. Now, a goal is a destination. uh, And as such, you have to set a goal if you want to achieve a goal. Duh, of course. So it has to be as much about the goal as it is the journey. And anyone who's saying it's just or all about the journey, which a lot of people are, you know, go to school for kids. It's all about the taking part. It's not about the competition and it's not about the winning. Well, if everyone on the planet went into it's all about the journey, let's just be. Let's not do. Let's not strive. Let's not thrive. Let's not achieve. Let's just be. I mean, what the fuck? Nothing would ever get done. There would be no progress. Now, of course, I get what they're trying to say. What they're trying to say is don't be so obsessed about the destination and the goal that you forget to smell the roses and breathe in the air and enjoy the journey. I get that. So why are they saying then it's all about the journey? They should be saying it's partly about the journey and partly about the destination. Now, I think that people say it's all about the journey because that sounds better. That's more of a sound bite. Um, but the reality is I think you need to balance both. Uh, so I'll give you some examples. Scientists, David J. Lieberman is one who comes to mind who I've researched. He's done a lot of research on happiness. Uh, and he says, happiness I define through research as progress towards a worthy goal. And those words are very specific. So that's progress, not um, meditation, Towards, i.e. that's movement forwards, not being. Um, A worthy, i.e. a big, a chunky, a challenging goal, i.e. a destination. So happiness cannot therefore just be about being. Now, I know there's a lot of spiritual and um, Buddhist teaching about being and, and, and you must detach from outcome and pursuit and comparison is the thief of happiness. But I'm going to challenge that because I think extreme Just shooting for results definitely does breed depression, comparison and and unhappiness. But progress 
towards, i.e. you feel like you're growing, you feel, feel like you're moving forward, and you, you can't feel like you're growing and moving forward by just being. You actually have to do. You have to endure challenges. You have to sacrifice. You have to overcome difficulties. And, and would you uh, agree with this? Um, I, I can only speak for myself, but maybe you can relate. That some of the most rewarding, elated, ecstatic feelings I've had are not when something has come easy that I wanted for five minutes. Now, of course, my ego wants things to be easy and come naturally. Um, But actually, my most intense happiness is from difficult challenges that I endured and mastered and struggled and strived and then thrived and succeeded in something worthy. And I don't know if you can relate to that. So hit, shoot for worthy goals. Make them big. Make them chunky. But then break them down and chunk them down into milestones along the way so that you can go on the journey. You're shooting for a big goal, but you hit a little one and then stop, take a moment, smell the roses, breathe it in, celebrate, and then move a bit further and a bit further and a bit further. Now, of course, when you hit your goal... A big celebration should happen, you know, being in the moment. But what you're probably going to do, and it's a bit of a curse as well, I get it, but you're probably just then going to set a bigger one. And it's probably now not going to be big enough for you or good enough. And three years ago, you'd have gone, wow, if I could have had that, that would be amazing. And then you just move the goalpost on yourself. And that can be a curse if that's all you endure. Um, now, of course, along the journey, you're going to get lessons. You're going to meet amazing people. You're going to overcome big challenges and mini challenges. Uh, and as such... Breathing that in and being present in that moment is very important. Now, the next thing before I finish is to state that it's okay to be selfish sometimes. So there's a lot of this teaching of spirituality, be kind, do good. Uh, And I agree with that. We should be kind and we should do good. But you should also be kind to yourself and do good to yourself. Yes, help people, also help yourself. Yes, donate to charity, but also donate to your own fund, i.e. your mortgage fund, your children's um, school fund, your food fund, your watch habit fund, your car collection fund. You're allowed to donate to your own funds as well as the funds of others. And it's almost like in this world of mindfulness and spirituality. And, and, and to some degree, I think sometimes a bit of a moral high ground preaching position You're allowed to pay your own overhead, make fair profit. Now, if you balance the spiritual with the material by making a good, sustainable, increasing profit margin uh, where you have nice material items and a home and a family unit and some things that you enjoy and how you make money contributes towards society. You create meaningful solutions and your products and services that make, uh, you know, make a difference and matter and also make money, then you're embracing the spiritual and material, which are actually one thing when all these people are trying to separate them, uh, which I think is imbalance. So to summarize then, it's not all about the journey. It's about enjoying the pursuit of a worthy destination. You're allowed to balance being selfish with being selfless in the pursuit of your own goals and the goals of humanity. And if you merge them well, like some of the big philanthropists do who become billionaires and then give billions away, then you live a meaningful life. You contribute to society. You contribute to yourself. Your self-worth and your net worth goes up and you create this increased uh, GDP around you because the more money you have, you give bigger tips. You know, you employ more people. Uh, you hire a driver. Um, you, you know, you get a, a private jet everywhere and blah, blah, blah. And that creates this big um, speed, increased velocity of money. And that, that can only happen when you have a lot of it too. 
All right, I think I've said enough on the subject. So it's all about the journey and the destination, about progress towards a worthy goal and balancing the selfish with the selfless. Boom. Hope you found this useful. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.